to the Bible. It's your good friend A.A. Ron. It's still April 26, 2022. Going to record this, then use the restroom across the street and head to a park nearby. Hi, here we are. We are in Psalm 77. Psalm 77. Confidence in a time of crisis for the choir for the choir director, according to Jedithan of Asaph, a psalm. I cry out, I cry aloud to God. Once again, this is a CSV. And uh, pay close attention if you're in a crisis right now. This word is for you. Psalm 77. I cry aloud. I cry aloud to God. Aloud to God, and he will hear me. He will hear you. Not might hear you. Not possibly hear you. He will hear you. You hear me, God. Thank you. I sought the Lord in my day of trouble. My hands were continually lifted up all night long. I don't think I've ever done that. Have my hands lifted up all night long. I struggle just to have my hands lifted up for a significant amount of time in church. Them jerkers be getting tired after a while. Now I just do the thing where I just have my arms out wide, low. Ooh, doing them up high sometimes. Boy, I get tired. It's amazing how the things we can do, like say I was at a sporting event or something like that. Are people that used to go to concerts, it's like easy for us to just do certain things for the world, but when it comes to church, it's a struggle. It's it's kind of sad, but it's true. Or we can be up all night playing video games or watching a movie or a show. This is not to condemn you or anybody. I'm just sharing how it's just funny how I mean it's interesting how this works. But as soon as you go to prayer, pray for even five minutes, ten minutes, you ready to go to sleep. Or you all of a sudden you're tired. Yeah, you're tired. You want to go to sleep or you're super. You're thinking about all these other things that you need to do or want to do. Right now, it's even hard for me to just take the day off today. I felt in my spirit. It's like I feel like I'm I have so much going on uh, and prep like it's not even that much. But just I feel like I'm under somewhat of a spiritual attack right now. I can't really fully discern it. I'm going to talk to it, talk about it more with my counselor tomorrow. But I just feel like there's a lot going on in the spirit realm that I can't see. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the day off and just record a bunch of Chew the Bible recordings and just pray. And um, that's all I like doing this podcast. It makes it easy for me to um, to do this. It makes it makes it easier for me to do it. Versus, like, if I'm just by myself, then I have a tendency to, like, yeah, my brain will wander. I'll, like, be tempted to do something else. Uh, go back to doing making deliveries today. So, yes, I'm consecrating this day, giving it to the Lord, doing this podcast, saying some prayers. Going to put on some worship in between. I hope I have another power bank. 
so I don't want to have to use my car to uh, I don't want to have to use my car to uh, power up the uh, charge my phones Oh, where in the world? Ooh, I have cereal in here. One second, to make sure. I think I just have one power bank today. I normally try to bring two. Just look really fast. Is that it? Nope. Don't see it. No? Yeah. Nope. Oh well. At least we have one. <sighs> we'll be alright. We'll figure it out. We got this. We'll be good. Um Alright, my bad y'all. Where was I? So easy. So I'm talking about squirrel moments. Let's just go back. Rewind. I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. I sought the Lord in my day of trouble. My hands were continually lifted up all night long. I'm tempted to sing a Lionel Richie song, but I will not. I will refrain. I refuse to be comforted. I think of God. I groan. I meditate. My spirit becomes weak. Yep. When you try to do this stuff, yeah, especially if you're trying to fast on top of that. Spirit man be feeling weak, but it's actually getting strong, just like when you're lifting weights. Say la. You have kept me from closing my eyes. I am troubled and cannot speak. I'm put or falling asleep. That's how I interpret that. Because when you go to pray, I spend time with the Lord. It's easy to fall asleep. Take a nap. I am tr- when you like make yourself still before the Lord and or get on your knees and in prayer and you know leaning on your bedside. Yeah, real easy to go to sleep. I consider days of old, years long past. At night, I remember my music. I meditate in my heart and my spirit ponders. Will the Lord reject me forever and never again show favor? Feels like that sometimes, Lord. Has his faithful love ceased forever? Is his promise at an end for all generations? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Selah. It's a great question. Verse 10, so I say, I am grieved that the right hand of the Most High has changed. There goes that right hand again, the righteous, right, strong hand of God. He's quite, it's pretty bold to question God and thinking that he's changed at all. Because God never changes. I will remember the Lord's works. Yes, I will remember. That's a key word, remember. So important for us to think back to all the times God has come through for us. 
so easy to go negative and think of the times where you feel like he hasn't come through or think of in the present where there's things that you're waiting on him to come through or circumstances haven't changed in different areas. But it's important to either write it out or just declare it out loud. Lord, I remember when you saved me in California. I remember when you saved me in Houston. I remember when you saved me from that those relationships that I had no business being in. Uh, shutting the doors to those uh, things that it was hard for me to say no to. Uh, I remember when you delivered me from alcohol and um, from wanting to commit, you know, slowly in my own way, commit suicide at times. I remember when you um, protected me from you name it getting hit by cars, falling asleep in my car and road trips and helping us find homes when it seemed like we it was impossible to find a home. We kept running into wall after wall after wall. Even just waking me up this morning, I remember that, Lord. Allowing me to talk, allowing me to walk without a limp. Having all my limbs Saving my brother, saving my mother, mother, my father, yes, my kill my kids, protecting them. Saving Matthew when he was born twenty six weeks early, just remembering all the times God has come through for you. And asking him to remind you. Cause God isn't the type like sometimes your parents can throw stuff or people, friends. Uh, can throw stuff in your face in that time they helped you or they did this or that for you. God doesn't have that type of attitude. You know, it's weird. Yeah, it's hard because sometimes yeah, our brains are conditioned to remember times when somebody has helped us because it almost feels like a crutch at times. We're taught, especially in North America, we have a very, in the United States, have a very independent attitude pick your own pick yourself up by your own bootstraps don't need no help from anybody if you ask for help it's a sign of weakness um anyway god doesn't do that um he can actually have joy in the times where you felt weak and you needed the lord because when i'm weak he is strong all right where was i Verse 10, so I say, I am grieved that the right hand of the Most High has changed. I will remember the Lord's works. Yes, I will remember your ancient wonders. I will reflect on all you have done and meditate on your actions. God, your way is holy. What God is great like God? See, there they have what God, lowercase g-o-d, like little guys, all these fake gods. It's interesting, too, because nowadays, or it's hard to grasp this concept in modern day times because you don't really see a whole lot of people with uh, little shrines. You know, some people have Buddha strat- statues and Krishna and whatever other stuff they got in the front of their house. Some people may worship gnomes. I don't know. But anyway, back in the day, yeah, people had actual little gods, little idols they carried around. Well, who was it? Rachel? One of them women, I remember, had a... Uh, some of her father's idols hidden underneath her camel and she stole them from uh, one of them kings. I can't 
can't remember that. I'm blurring a lot of stories together in my head right now. But anyway, yes, the whole and then yeah, the Astro poles that, um, like Gideon, the one his father had, he tore that down. And yeah, you hear a lot about Astro poles throughout the Bible in the Old Testament. We don't see a whole lot of that, but there are still idols around. Shoot, now we worship celebrities and uh, turn them actual humans and more into idols. Yeah. There's a whole show called American Idol. So we worship celebrities, sports figures, entertainers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We like we done with these little these little uh, statues. We're going to worship actual human beings. And fall out at the concert. It's amazing. Yeah. Going back to what I was talking about how things that are so easy to do in the world, but they're hard to do in the church people actually go to michael jackson concerts back in the day they used to go to these concerts and they would wait in line for hours right and then straight up faint as soon as they get there and see him or a drip a drop of sweat hits them don't let a drop of sweat hit him or his hat you would toss off hit the uh, you'll catch it they will fall out and ambulance had to take him to the hospital. Mike Shusevsky, who recently retired. I forgot how many people showed up to that game. His last game against Duke, North Carolina. This country singer straight up canceled one of his shows, apologized to all his fans, and told him this is a once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity. And yeah, canceled the show just to go see Mike. Coach K. Not to say I'm not dogging the dude or saying what he did was wrong. What I'm just saying is like it's just amazing, like the things, the lengths of things that we would do for a per a human being that we would not do for God. It's not to bring shade or condemnation or dog anybody out. This is just to just highlight just where we are as a society and how humans think now. We worship humans more than we actually are create the creation like cars, homes, especially like look at it. look at the main things that are and food. The main things that are on TV are sports, food, and um, homes. HGTV, Food Network, ESPN. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so those are the modern day idols, and it's harder to decipher them because. The devil's really good at like sugarcoating it or covering it up and making it put a nice bow on it and making us not think that we're not worshiping anything that we can. Like even this me doing these deliveries, that's the hard thing. I can turn that into an idol. Uh, anything that we depend on more than God for uh, as a source, especially for pleasure or for um, for affection, for happiness, for joy. Instead of God, that can become an idol. Especially whatever we spend. If we're willing to spend more of our, a majority of our time, talent, and treasure on those things. Our money, our, our time, our energy, our thought life. This can happen even with a spouse. Where you think about them like all the time. More than you think about God. Yeah. It's dangerous. So...
And God has a way of, if you don't remove the idol, he has a way of getting your attention and removing the idol for you or weakening, weakening, weakening its power to where you realize like, oh, that was just a human being or, oh, that was just a thing. Your car gets destroyed or gets hit by something or, yeah, or that person, um, sad, unfortunately passes away or gets sick or you find out they have this big scandal and, um, they can even happen with, happen with pastors. We can turn pastors into idols and put them on pedestals. And then a scandal comes out and you realize, oh, yeah, they're human. Just like me. I shouldn't have worshipped them. I shouldn't have worshipped in the Lord. Anyway. Yes. I think I've beat that horse enough. Or I should say Balaam's donkey. That's what I'm going to start you saying for now. Instead of being, beating a dead horse, I'm going to say beating Balaam's donkey. Was it Balaam? Yeah, Balaam. Balaam, however you want to say that. All right. And then the donkey started talking to him like, hey, why are you beating me, fool? Leave me alone. I imagine it was a donkey from Shrek. It had the Eddie Murphy voice. All right. So I where let me let me go back. I'm gonna read this one more time. Verse 10. So I say, I am grieved that the right hand of the most high has changed. I will remember the Lord's work. Yes, I will remember your ancient wonders. I will, will reflect on all you have done and meditate on your actions. I've heard that sermon so many times. Um, this one guy was talking, he did a whole sermon about encouraging yourself in the Lord. My pastor's done that too. He talked about that for like a whole month or so. All his sermons about encouraging yourself in the word of God and in the Lord. You have to talk to your spirit, man, because our flesh, oh man, is so quick to just go negative and forget the goodness of God and just have a big, throw a big pit of pity party and go to Eeyore. The Eeyore spirit is so easy to to put on verse 13 god your way is holy what god is great like god you are the god who works wonders you revealed your strength among the peoples with power you redeemed your people the descendants of jacob and joseph i think that's dope that he pairs jacob and joseph together once again jacob did some shady stuff in his past Joseph is the closest person I've said this before person to Jesus that I can think of in the Bible other than maybe Job but Joseph we don't really hear about anything him doing wrong other than maybe he might have bragged a little too much to his brothers about the coat and the blessings and the dreams uh yeah we don't hear about him doing anything everything he he did was spot on righteous and uh Especially with Pot- the whole Potiphar's wife situation. I'm pretty sure Potiphar's wife was, was a fine one. Um, uh, good, pretty good looking. Holly Berry-esque. Or uh, Miss Banks-esque. <laughs> and I'm, uh, anyway. Alright, let me continue before I say something crazy. Alright, say la. The water saw you, God. The water saw you. It trembled. The water trembled. Even the depths shook. The clouds poured down water. The storm clouds thundered. Your arrows flashed back and forth. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Lightning lit up the world. The earth shook and quaked. Your way went through the sea and your path through the vast water. But your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Hey, I'm in the Bible again. Aaron, 
that's that's why it's good to name your kid after somebody, your child after somebody in the Bible. So when they get to those scriptures, they just, you know, feel special, a little, a little extra special. You know, they have a purpose, a destiny. Apparently, my name means bringer of light, exalted one and high priest. My, I just know I just knew the part high priest because my, my dad used to say it all the time when I was a kid. So, yeah, and, and it helps to have a name that has meaning like that so that if your name doesn't have very much meaning, just, uh, yeah, know that, yeah, if you if, if it makes if it means dishwasher, I don't know, just ask the Lord to give you some kind of way to, like, give it meaning and uh, or speak or have someone uh, speak a word of knowledge over you about your destiny and your purpose. Like I had my old house church pastor speak a word of knowledge over me about just how I got called me to be a banner of hope for people and and that I was supposed to be more of an underground type minister not somebody that's flashy seen in front of groups of people and so that helps him that word of knowledge and then also they saw me like a um his wife is the one that shared a lot had these pictures or whatever one of the things she saw me is like playing an organ and just sitting there and taking my time like playing the keys and just representing like my willingness and patience to really hear from the lord and it's not so much about getting the notes right, but just being in tune with the Lord, like hearing what the Lord is saying, um, not always like audibly, but more of like just in my spirit, feeling what he's saying and what he's doing and operating, operating in such a way. So. All right, let's read these Tony Evans notes. Yes. So, like, yeah, my son Aiden, the oldest one, his name means little fiery one. So I used to say that a lot. A little fiery one for the Lord. And his middle name is Joshua, which is like a variation of Yeshua, which I believe it means the Lord saves. Uh, yeah. And then... What else? And then got Leah, which technically means weak eyes but god bless leah even though she felt like she was not seen by the lord uh early on because was it jacob yeah jacob wanted rachel she was supposed to be the more attractive one and then got matthew which means gift of god and then ava i believe means bird so I don't know how I'm going to speak that word over Ava, but she just, I don't know, she's always filled with joy, and she just naturally, it's interesting, like, my kids, they all have, I see various aspects of attributes of my own personality, all four of my kids. Like, Leah is kind of the more serious one, uh, don't really take no mess, like, hates injustice, she's a lot she's actually a lot more like her mom and her grandmother um both her grandmas anyway <laughs> i love her i still i don't mean i still love her aiden is like tigger like yeah all over the place filled with filled with energy fiery dude even my old house church pastor used to call me uh wild man yeah it was one of his nicknames for me because i was willing to just do stuff without like 
just do it and ask questions later worry about the consequences later um in a good way uh matthew is more just yeah to himself very reserved uh kind of like owl or uh yeah yeah just kind of his own little world just yeah very we call him uh yeah one of his nicknames is slim genius that's what his grandma called him and yeah it stuck a lot of people call him slim genius and then ava is just like so filled with love and joy and just as soon as you see her like it's hard to not like yeah if you're in a bad mood Ava's gonna bring you out of it like that quick because she just she cracks jokes she has this way of just looking at you with them eyes and just melts your heart instantly like it's impossible to be in a bad mood when Ava's around she just naturally has that gift I don't know yeah I need to pray more into that so and like I I feel like I can have all four of those personalities not to say I have multiple personality disorder but they <laughs> everyone has different attributes that tend to um show themselves more you know be more uh how do i say it pronounced or uh exhibited predominant you know they how do i say it they're they're stronger or exhibited more than other ones um or they you see them more they come out more i'm struggling with the word right now but y'all know what i mean all right, let me read these notes and then close it out. Pray with prayer. For comfort and assurance, Asaph turns to recalling and meditating on the holy God's deliverances in the past. We should do the same. By recalling this great redemption of Israel by God's hand, Asaph encourages himself that God would again come to the aid of his people. His delayed response does not mean abandonment. His footprints of grace from yesterday give us the power to trust him today. His footprints of grace from yesterday give us the power to trust him today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Psalm 77. Lord, at times our current circumstances drown out the truth of all the great things that you have done for us. And it's easy to have amnesia and forget all the things that you've done for us even just simply waking us up this morning so help us to remember like the psalmist here asaph who remembered your mighty works and your ancient wonders and meditated on your actions lord help us to have the boldness and the uh, strength lord so he had his hands up raised up all night lord worshiping you and praising you and thanking you lord help us to have the endurance to do that uh, or in our own way lord even if it's not necessarily with our arms but with our, our minds and our spirit man to raise up our arms and praise and worship and thank you god and just be in constant state of grace and thankful thankfulness lord to forget those things from our past lord and keep looking for the toward the future to keep looking through the dat the the windshield and not and only take glimpses of the of what's in the rearview mirror but know that our rearview mirror isn't the same as our uh windshield help us to have to to just know that you are good to know that you are good to have confidence in that And just know that you are a redeemer 
And even though, yeah, your footprints were unseen, you lead your people, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Thank you, God, for the Moseses and the Aaron's that you have placed in our lives that uh, that lead us, our pastors, our deacons, our uh, elders at church, counselors that have had a history with you, God, walking with you. And just, Lord, uh, I thank you. Lord. There's a revival happening in once again here in Kansas City and around the United States. And yeah, Omaha and Iowa and Kansas and Texas, and California, North Carolina, Puerto Rico, Arizona, all around the world in Ukraine and Russia. We walk by faith, not by sight. And right now it may look ugly in the news. We keep hearing story after story of bad things happening, God. But Lord, you are still on the throne. You are still in control. And all these bad things are just going to turn our hearts to you, Lord. I look forward to that day. It's happening right now as I speak. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. The bread, your body, the 
just to get me closer than I've ever been. 